Welcome everyone to our very first Dramas with a Side of Kimchi podcast. We are excited to be here with all of our readers and now listeners. Um, let's start off introducing everyone. So, uh, just I'm Kay Muse, one of the writers over at Dramas with a Side of Kimchi. Who else do we have here? I'm Kay Drama Jen, also one of the writers with Kay Dramas with a Side of Kimchi. I'm Carrie the Mockney, yet another writer and the most newbie of newbies when it comes to K-dramas. And I'm Drama Geek, one of the writers for uh, Drama with a Side of Kimchi. Uh, just so all of our listeners know, if we use the name Jenny, that is Drama Geek. Yes. We just happen to have three Jennies and Jens and variations in our group, and so she got a pseudonym, but it's hard to remember when we're talking in real life. So, Jenny is also equal to Drama Geek. So, now that we have that cleared up, um, please excuse all of our lack of Korean, Chinese, or Japanese pronunciations because we are pretty American, and at least myself, I'm not very good at that. I know some of the others are better at it than I am, but there will be mistakes made. And please just accept it. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, um, we will be covering different drama, different um, countries. So there might be Thai, Japanese, Chinese, and then, of course, we'll be doing K-dramas. And we just, we love blogging about dramas. Behind the scenes, we have so much more to say, and we want to share it with you. And talking is so much faster than typing. We're going to do our best and plan to improve as we go along, so... Please bear with us, and I hope you enjoy the, our sharing of our love of Asian dramas. So, we decided to start off our very first podcast, since it's the end of the year. We're going to be talking about end-of-the-year stuff, which means various shows we watched over the years, specifics like our favorite Sejuk, or favorite breakout actors, least favorite, that kind of stuff, just to get us used to the whole um, podcasting thing. Uh we do plan in the future doing something along like maybe two longer podcasts every month, two mini podcasts. A mini podcast is to be like we're just discussing one show we're all watching for like 10, 15 minutes. Um, longer podcasts will get into more detailed stuff, the fun topics that we don't always have time to uh, blog about. So with that in mind, we're going to start off with our favorite Sejuks of 2017. Who wants to start us off? Um, weren't we doing... We're just doing oh, yeah. any one of them? He can cut this off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just start any one. So I'm not talking Let's Do Seven queen, Day Queen okay. later. Okay. Um... Personally, for me, this is Drama Geek, my favorite was um, Rebel Hongildong. Um, that, it just had, um, I don't watch a lot of saguks, and so um, I usually like something that has a twist, fusion, um, something like that, and um, with with Hongildong, um, I really loved the... Uh, the music, every everything, the cinematography, the music. The music was like almost a character in itself. The costumes, um, E Honey, she looked just dazzling every time she was on screen. Possibly the best I've ever seen her on 
screen. I mean, she's always yeah. really pretty, but she was breathtaking in this role. Every second, and then even the, the performances, like the, because, I mean, she's um, performing for the king, and her dances and everything, it was just awe, awe-inspiring. Like, it was just gorgeous. Yeah. I could just watch her. <laughs> yeah. But I also loved that they um, really gave a, a perspective of, of the slaves and and showed us kind of like their life a little bit and it wasn't just in the palace i i loved that as well we don't we rarely see the normal guy side of the situation we always see well there's five random peasants in any given scene that are supposed to represent hundreds you know you don't really see a lot of the common day person in these kind of shows. And so mm-hmm. that was nice. And they, and again, they got to sing. And the music was amazing. Well, and both female actresses sang themselves. Yeah. It was, you know, and it, it, they actually, and it was the older style and they were the ones singing. It wasn't anybody else. And it was, it was, it was gorgeous. Yeah. The, I, abs- I absolutely love Chase Subin in this mm-hmm. particular show. Yes. I really, really thought she did an amazing job. Well, and wasn't this her first lead? I know she's been second lead in quite a few shows, but I think this was was her first first lead. And I was hesitant at first because I really liked uh, E. Honey Mm -hmm. with the main guy. I mean, they had great chemistry. You know, it went through the K-drama where they had the first kiss and slept together. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, how are you going to have them switch to a new love? You but, were, they, but they won me over. I was going to say, at the beginning, you... I know, I was like, eh. No, nope, <laughs> oh, I'm not going to like her. I hated her. I, I, didn't, I didn't want her like, to end up with him at all. She's just a little kid, and how can she mm. compete? But they just had a realistic, really sincere relationship, yeah. and it really won me over. It was hard not to get, because the way that they, they start it, and then they kind of go back where you see her at the, you know tied to the stake... I couldn't get that image out of my head. I was like, she has to get there. Narratively, they have to get her there. Yeah. And I was very interested in she was not that character. No, but yeah, and it was so yeah. interesting to see her get to that point and to see um, E. Honey's, like, character, to see her get to that, that point as well toward the end of, like, because her character goes through so much as well and changes yeah. that well, by the end. Well, they all make very serious decisions that this is how I'm going to live my life. I'm going to choose this over love or I'm going to choose love over this. Right. And so, I mean, they were very aware of their choices. There wasn't any, oh, darn it, I could have had it all. You know, they were very aware of what decisions they made and what they had to give up to get where they wanted to be. And I appreciated that. Because sometimes... I thought some of the ending scenes were some of the most powerful of this year when she was walking away. And I can't really, I don't want to share too much. You're but right. It was I might have cried. <laughs> I might have no. cried. And she was able to make you feel so much for uh, the character that she loved. You know, you, you yeah. hate the king, but because her character shows you how much, you know, she cared for him, you were, you were like yeah. crying for him. When he was despicable, he was horrible. Yeah. Well, and he had mm. his own twisted feelings for her. Right. So it's the same yeah. thing. It's like, you know, it is not a love that was at all functional and it was <laughs> not healthy, but it was what they had. And they were honest to it to the very end. Mm-hmm. And so it was impressive. Yeah. 
Definitely. Definitely one of the best. Okay. Um, as you know, our Maknae Carrie might not have been sucked into all of the current shows, so we're going to let her share a few of the ones that she has watched. So, why, Carrie, why don't you pick one of yours right now? So. We well, why don't we start with Scarlet Heart? Because that was definitely way better than Warong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think any of us will disagree on that one. No. <laughs> I know a lot of people hated the ending. But um, to me, it made sense. Just because how in the world would you bring them together in the present day well, and make it work? The only... I dislike the ending because I've seen the Chinese version, mm. which I actually prefer out of the two. Um, and the Chinese version, they do end up together in the future. And so oh. I think for me, it really bugged me that out of everything that they kept the same, that was the one thing they ditched. Mm-hmm. It felt like well, incomplete. I haven't given up hope. I think she's still wait. I think he's still there. I think she's still waiting for him. <laughs> he's going to show up. I keep waiting for her to walk back through the picture. Well, I just feel that they should have shown it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they hinted, they did everything but show it. So why not just show it and give us a closing? I, I feel like this year was the year of like almost great shows, but then crummy endings. Like, yeah. Yeah. like look out. I loved <laughs> the look out all year. Like the whole time I loved it. And then... Ugh. Two minutes to the end. I, I think uh, we, we well, meant to go back and my look. My eternal but, love. Like, that's uh, another one that we're going to talk about yeah. later. But it was the same thing. It's like, and then it ended. And they're having a season two. We've heard rumors, mm-hmm. possibly confirmed, and that a season two is happening. But the okay. ending wasn't the best on season one. <laughs> the same with Princess Agents, the, another Chinese drama. Like, I'm... <laughs> I'm demanding a second season because it just was the crummiest ending ever. Yeah. This was the year of really like almost and then like a tease and then they just let you down with, I don't know, like a cop out ending. So yeah. Carrie, so, what sorry. was, what was sorry, your favorite? Carrie, back to you. <laughs> well, I was going to say, what well, was your was favorite kind of part? I wondering if they were leaving it open for a second season. I've heard think, rumors online, but I don't everybody think else. they could ever get the cast back to do it, and it was not a hit like they were hoping. And so it I was pre-produced, though, so they probably it filmed it thinking, "Oh, it's going to be this huge hit. Maybe we could do a second season." And then it wasn't. They, but the thing wasn't. is, the second season of the Chinese version was a huge flop as well. Mm. So I don't know why they were thinking, "Oh, yeah, it'll work better for us." Yeah. You know, and it, the Chinese version was like the breakout starts. It's considered one of the biggest Chinese dramas of all time, which is why it was remade in Korea. But the second season is just considered one of the worst <laughs> dramas of all time. So I don't know. Well, and I was super disappointed because they made Jisoo actually look like a buffoon. And yeah. I, I mean, I love him. And I just I didn't like his character at all. Yeah. I liked how well, see, that's the I thing. Liked him I liked him. Liked the him. End. You liked him. <laughs> I liked him at the end. At the end, at the end, he was good because I I liked his relationship with her toward the end. And but early him. on, yeah. well, and I'm going like to say his name. I'm going to say his name incorrectly. Okay, what the puppet prince is that? <laughs> <laughs> that's what we called him back the in puppet. our our uh, what was it? Back the, on. like they yeah. <clears throat> he. He, if you see his stage presence, there's no way that that couldn't translate into some decent acting, and it just didn't because well, the the 
the the director just it, there was just a lot of things that that they I don't think that and they did right. I'm going and that was to one of them. Say a spoiler because I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably expecting some spoilers. It's it's going to happen. But when he died, it was a decent it was. performance. It was. It was, it was. really no. well done. And I'm wondering why wasn't this brought out from the beginning? Mm-hmm. Like I think there were a lot of the side characters who, in the Chinese version, had amazing storylines. And in this one, it just felt like the director was like, okay, I need a bunch of pretty boys. I'm going to throw them in. I don't care if they act Mm -hmm. because the focus is the close-ups of the leads. (laughs) They're They're really, really really (laughs) (laughs) close-up. Yeah. Which is pretty, but I can't read the subtitles on their chin. (laughs) (laughs) One of the reasons I liked it, too, was also it was my introduction to um, Lee Jun-ki. Yeah. And oh. him as uh, as the wolf prince, that was just he was yeah, a good that casting for it that. It makes me so sad that it seems like the last several dramas that he's picked have just been ones that I haven't been like um, Criminal Minds. I didn't even watch any of it. The direction <coughs> sucked, <coughs> but he he is <coughs> he's phenomenal. He is the, his act his action scenes. He oh. does all of them. They don't have to he does do different good at takes. Emoting without he does. feeling like it's too forced. I yeah. enjoy him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I haven't liked his last picks either. Sadly. So this might sound like a dumb question, Carrie, but um, have you seen A Wrong in the Magistrate? She has what not. do you think that answer's going to be? I'm going to guess the answer is no, but I'm hoping that it's on your short list. Mm. Drama it is on my short knows list. that because she's been nagging about it. <laughs> that one has um, my one of my girl crushes, so I. I it's good. Uh, yeah. I mean, it does have a few flaws here or there, yeah. but it's a good pick. It's a solid drama. And yeah, the, it's definitely on the short list. I'll get to it eventually. <laughs> so he does martial arts with his fan. I mean, he's uh, pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that sounds good. And it's all him. It's, yep, yeah. it is. So <coughs> getting back to Scarlet Heart. <laughs> Uh, Carrie, was there any actors that you discovered that you liked more than others, other than um, Yi Yoon Ki? Mm-hmm. Um, there was Kong Ha Nul. Uh, oh, yes. He was amazing. He did a See, good job. Now, that's is Monster, Monstar, is that on your list as well, Carrie? Cause it is on my list. He's the How second lead in that one. He, he sings on my list too. He okay. sings and he he uh, plays the guitar in that one. I think Drama Geek enjoys idol dramas more than no, I do. No, no, I actually don't. I actually don't. I, I honestly, that's me. No, I do. I do. I I, most of the time, I can't. I don't like the music. No offense to anybody that likes music. What? On that. I just, it's just not my thing. It it's not K-pop enough. I'm not a ballad person. And so she does not like ballads. I don't. You put them on the radio. She's like ballads. If. <laughs> All right. Starting again. All right. So All next right. we're going to jump over to a Chinese drama and talk about my eternal love. Our readers might recognize that because drama geek and I did a positive comment only recap on this. Yes. We couldn't say anything snarky. No bad comments. Um, luckily it turned out really fun and it wasn't a horrible drama because otherwise we would have just been saying how pretty his eyelashes are and 
He oh, had okay. some amazing eyeliner. I think yeah. that they actually like uh, tattooed it on or something. Yeah, I mean, it was the best eyeliner I've ever seen. Like that was some pointed eyes. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, but it had more to it than just his eyeliner. It had amazing chemistry. I think they had some of the best chemistry of the year, surprisingly. I think we, that was out of all the, the K-dramas and everything I watched. I, this last year has been really lacking in um, a great OTP and for one true pairing. And for this one, that was its biggest selling point. The uh, They just, it, the screen crackled every time they were in, yeah. on it. And they spent a lot of time in her bedroom. So <laughs> they <laughs> did. They were pretty <laughs> frisky for... Yeah. Someone who is inhabiting another person's body. Correct. Um, for our listeners who have no clue what we're talking about, the premise was she's a real estate agent, gets knocked out or something in present day, and shows up in a body of a princess and is married to a hot prince. And But the original princess is in love with his brother. Mm. So there's some conflict there. And hijinks ensue. <laughs> yes. But the other princess also shows up, so they share the body. And so she keeps wanting to help the brother and is in love. And the main girl falls in love with the prince. And he likes the spunky modern version, of course. And so I like the spunky modern version yeah. of her. I, yeah. She's one of my favorite female characters of this year. I just, yeah. I loved her. We might have called the bo- other version the boring version because she was so boring. <laughs> it's like, it's true. well, and they did the relationship a disservice because they never really showed her with the first prince, second, yeah, I don't know, it was whatever, the first, first prince. prince. They never showed her with him, and so you didn't ever get to see. They did about episode like 14, 15. Yeah, it was, it was way the end. in, and yeah. you had already picked your pony at that point, yeah. and there was no going back. <laughs> um, but you know, and there's all kinds of fantasy versions. So if you like fantasy romance, mm. this is a really good show. Um, it did get kind of crazy toward the end. It yeah. It kind of like it. But I think if you watch Chinese yeah. shows, that's pretty common. Yeah. You know, that's not, it wasn't any weirder than anything else that right. we watch in China. Right, exactly. You know, so. and so. They have to. The thing I thought was most confusing, though, is this drama, My Eternal Love, has one of the same names as 10 Miles of Peach Blossom's other name, mm. The Eternal Love. We, so it was extremely confusing. We get a confusing. lot of that. It's all like, no, we are not 10 Miles on Peach Blossoms, which we also loved. We are, it's a different show. It was a web series. And so it's very fast, very easy to watch. Uh, which is one of the things we liked about it. You know, I think if it had gone 50 episodes, we would have been done about episode 20. But it was good. Good chemistry, and I look forward to watching the second season when it pops up. So, uh, where do we want to go next? Can we please talk about Tribe and Empires? Because I'm dying (laughs) to talk about it right now. (laughs) I know, I'm so tempted to put this in my favorite of 2017 even though it's like a couple weeks in it's so good oh i yeah drama geek sorry i was gonna say jenny but drama geeks here just kind of rolling her eyes because i nagged her to death to watch it 
Which I, I'm glad you did because I completely enjoyed the first two episodes. I've only seen the first two episodes, started the third, but the cinematography and the views that you get of China and the aspect of actually seeing the tribes and the clans and out on like the uh, more remote areas and everything. And it, it was different than most any other Chinese drama I've ever watched. And it was extremely intriguing and it very was strong characters. so beautiful. Like the cinematography... It's like equal to Lord of the Rings cinematography, mm-hmm. like in that Absolutely. aspect mm-hmm. where just the mountains and the vastness, it was mm-hmm. like amazingly beautiful. And I was so impressed. And I love the characters already. There's a lot of them. For those of you planning on watching it, there are quite a few. It'll take a little while for you to understand which kid is who and which tribe they're from. And there's like nine tribes and... All kinds of and then there's going to be a, there's a teen cast and then there's an adult cast so that'll make it yes. even more confusing. But we're currently but I'm super only through excited. the teen cast. Sorry, I right now we have you. the teen cast <laughs> and I'm super excited for the adult cast because the the Muru Hanjung who's uh, currently played by Shi Yu Peng has the the adult version will be played by Do Shao who is. Um, the second lead, or maybe he was the first lead, in Princess Agent. So it was really hard to tell because I think he was supposed to be the second lead, but I totally thought he should have ended up with her. In other words, he's a talented actor and he's hot. So what more adults <laughs> do you need than that? <laughs> well, maybe a strong female lead too, but we don't know about that yet. So crossing fingers. <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't seen that yet. I think Princess Jing, the one who bought the slave, I think she's going to be an interesting character. Yeah. And I think, as you said, I think the Empress herself right now, the older, um, like the mother, I think she's extremely interesting as well. Yeah. And I hope that the younger future Empress gets a little bit of backbone and maybe like Agreed. grows some depth. I mean, I don't find her not interesting. It's just compared to everyone else's storyline. it She's at the bottom of the barrel, you know, and she's a little dull. But maybe that'll improve as she goes forth and someone tries to kill her or something. I'm sure that depth will be developed, hopefully. Cross fingers. <laughs> yeah, right right now she's very vanilla. Like there's a lot of really interesting characters and she just has not really grabbed my attention. But it's early. It's only six episodes in, so Yeah, and they focus a lot more on the guys and the older Empress so far. Um, the younger guy cast. And so I'm sure that we'll get more of her and her nemesis soon. Um, so, in other words, if you have not started Tribe and Empire yet, start it because it is very good. That's us Dep- pushing you towards that. Uh, um, Carrie. <laughs> that was a real cough. I wasn't. <laughs> Hint taken. No, I wasn't hinting. I was coughing. Oh, no, that was me but- hinting. <laughs> In other words, I will nag you and send you screen caps until you give in. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's switch back to K-dramas. And uh, we actually haven't had a ton of Seoguks this year. Have you noticed that there's been less than we usually have? Because we usually have a good 10, Mm. I say, in a year. And I don't think we've really hit that quota close. But... um, one of the ones I really liked was Seven Day Queen. I thought it was oh, really yes. well cast, um, surprisingly really solid writing, and it was just good. And the younger cast, I kind of fell in love with them, 
and I kind of have this dream casting once they're slightly older that they're the OTP because they've been cast together twice. In Six mm-hmm. Flying Dragons, they were the young version and now in Seven Day Queen and they have such amazing chemistry and I am just waiting for them to be old enough. I 100% agree with that. I loved the younger cast in this. Loved them. It was so sad to see them go. And yeah. I, Park Min Young is one of my favorite actresses. She ended up as the adult version of the princess, but oh, I loved the younger cast. Yeah, I could have watched them fall in puppy love forever. And, and they did tragedy well, too. It wasn't just that they were cute, all flowers and, you know, happy days, but they did the tragedy part really well. And so I'm looking forward to them in the future. But the older cast, also equally talented. I think that the director did a lot of mannerisms which connected the younger and older. So it didn't feel very jarring. And I appreciated that. I definitely agree with that. I, I'm, I'm glad that they, uh, they took a little historical liberty and made them a little bit older. Because in real life, they were like 12 and 13 when they got married. So yeah. I think it was nice that they were just a little older, but I think they I, were I really 15, liked it. about 15 or so, something like yeah. that. One thing I also liked is we had the same villain as we had in uh, uh, the, the same character. It was yeah, the, the king that king. was in Rebel Hong, Rebel Hong Gildong. It was the same king historically. Mm-hmm. And in both of them, I felt that the character had a lot of depth. It was really interesting. And the acting was superb. Like, you could see the insanity happen. And I kind of love that. So. What about you, K-Drama Jen? (laughs) (laughs) I I, I 100% agree. I loved, as we've said, I really loved the younger cast especially. I loved the, just how crazy the king ended up being. He started just sort of, jealous of his brother then you know he finds out about the truth behind his mother's death and he just pretty much goes crazy right before our eyes and you know he purges everybody around him he brings in anybody who is connected to his mother's death um and you can just watch it happen it was i really really liked it well and i appreciated that they brought more than just the crazy like they made you care about the character before he went completely crazy um so it was well done i really enjoyed it i thought the connections were all there um i for those that are scared to watch a sad ending drama which many historicals are this is not one of those so they did take some liberty with the ending And so that might change your mind on watching it. I won't give away extreme details, but it doesn't end with her dead and, you know, all the historical accuracies. So it was an interesting choice to jump away from history there. So how about Huarong, Carrie? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Carrie, what about Huarong? <laughs> Let's I loved discuss half of it. this. <laughs> I loved the the flower knights themselves, the the bromances and just the frenemies and the whole situation there. Queen Jisoo, I could have done without Jisoo. Mm. They could have and done out with all the women in this drama. 
Like all of them. Just kick them all out. Just have it be like a man fest and, <laughs> you know, have them have manly relationships and stuff. <laughs> well, <laughs> all right. Not that type of manly relationships, but you know what I mean. Yeah, that, just a brotherhood. I like a bro train and become <sighs> brothers and even have the birth secrets. I would have been fine with birth secrets. Just all three of the women in that show sucked. But maybe not birth secrets where, I don't know, the sister ends up having the hots for the brother. Because that just, I couldn't finish it. See, I think the I king and her actually had a really great chemistry together. And they, I liked seeing them interact. So I, I almost wish that they in the beginning, had, Like when he was listening to his, her stories and fell asleep on him. You know, mm, that was mm-hmm. really cute. But then she falls in love with her fake brother. <laughs> Who she and didn't that was know creepy. Was fake. It was I creepy. I mean, that's just creepy. And then she <laughs> cried for like 10 episodes straight. There was no plot. It was just her crying, and I couldn't handle it. I literally fast forward the second she came on screen. I could not stand I, it. I felt like it was Twilight. Like I had to like flip through all the pages where they, you know, where she just like is sobbing and. And mo- moaning about because she, I just couldn't stand her. I'm sorry. It was and Twilight I didn't really times think it was three. Weird. There was lots of moaning and sobbing, like yeah. way too mm-hmm. much. Well, and I, th- I think that one of the things about um, Gara is people like watching her cry. They do. I, I do think that at least for the Korean on- <clears throat> Korean audience, they do like watching her cry because she's she's a beautiful cry. She doesn't like get on. Um, she has pretty eyes. Right. It's pretty. She does. Yeah. She but cries pretty. She's at her best when she is doing something like Reply 1994, you know, where she's this quirky um, yeah, character. And so, I mean, she had some not... of that in this drama, <clears throat> but she, you know, I don't feel like she was able to do it enough. And I also feel like her, and this is where um, sometimes the reason I don't like Sagooks as much is because a lot of times I feel like the female character is just a pawn and they aren't they aren't given enough of a role in the actual, like, the revenge or taking over the throne or, you know, whatever's going on. And I feel like her character just kind of was moved around throughout. I mean, she was a doctor, sort of. She kind of helped out. But and whatever. that was so but unbelievable. And it was so unbelievable why they even had her there. Right. And then she was going to be part of this warrior cast. And it was ridiculous. I mean, well, and the whole plot with the queen and stuff, it was, you never quite knew if she was a good guy or a bad guy. And she wasn't a good enough actress to make you realize one way or the other where she was leaning. Because half the time she seemed she hated her kid and wanted to take power away from him and... Then I guess she didn't, but it seemed like she did. It was weird. The only time I liked the well, queen was when she was flirting with... Um, <laughs> Suho? Oh, yeah. I was no, going to say, I don't remember his character name. No, yeah, Minho. Minho. <laughs> she needed the cougar Minho. Oh. See, and that's... I I, I, lo- I did love... And I watching like some of the their interviews and stuff together, they really were... A fun cast of char- yeah. characters that and you know that together, across. and so, like Taehyung, you know V from BTS, yeah. like it, his his character, it fit him perfectly, and I loved watching him interact with all the the other ones. What? 
Oh, he was adorable. Okay, I thought you said horrible. I was about to crawl no, through no, no, the no, no, screen. No, no, no. He was one of my favorite parts. <laughs> Don't touch my bee, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I Damon liked... was great. All through, all of the guys were really entertaining. They, were. they did a good job with what they had. Um, I just think that due to the writing and the directing, there wasn't as much as there should have been. Right, and that goes for the women too. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that the women were horrible actresses per se; just they gave them nothing to work with. Right. Yep, mm-hmm. and so. And I- if you look at our choices from this year, the, I mean, the ones that we've leaned towards is our favorite, Seven Day Queen, Rebel Hong Dong, My Eternal Love. Like, those all have really strong female characters in them. Yeah. So I, I think that I think that's probably why I like them more, because they were really um, part of the action and they really had a, a reason to be there rather than to just look pretty. Right. And that's yeah. a, um, Cha Su Bin's character, uh in um, Rebel Hong Kong Dong, I loved that they gave her, like, even when he wasn't there, like, she became part of the purpose and part of the plot, and she took things on herself, and she forged ahead and started her own plot by herself. You know, she was there. wasn't just the side character to be his love interest. Right. Like, she had feelings she had ambitions mm-hmm. and the same with e honey she right. had a lot of ambition and she did not need a man per se to achieve those mm-hmm. and so yeah harong had none of that <clears throat> so i think harong for the most part i think it was not focused mm. yeah uh, and well, so it without- would jump around it'd be like well we're gonna focus on the fake brother-sister for 10 minutes and then we're going to jump over to you know, man bonding and then we're going to jump over to politicking and you know, there was no cohesiveness. I mean, we got the boy band performance at least. There was the soccer <laughs> game so too. I that enjoyed the, the soccer, soccer game. The soccer game was pretty fun. They, got it, they gave oh, the us a lot of the pretty part. guys. And so. uh, it looked like Minho, like he had yeah. some, he had some skills. Yeah, it was entertaining. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, it just wasn't developed. Yeah. But yeah. you know, it's a not the worst show for a newbie to watch. You know, if you're you're gonna watch that show, you should do it when you don't know better. <laughs> yes, agreed. <laughs> so, so the story stopped. Watching said, dramas, um, there's a few problems it, here. Yeah, if you've just started watching dramas, watch it now because it'll be better that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, people asking about like certain dramas they want to watch. That's I have to kind of think about. Like, well, if they watch this one first, then the, all the rest of them that come after are going to be like, oh, this isn't as good. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's jump topics to our favorite breakout actor because I know we have some favorites this year. Oh, I have a favorite. I definitely have a favorite. <laughs> Why don't you share what your favorite is? Because we all know who it is. <laughs> Udo Han yes. from Save Me and Mad Dog mm. is my absolute favorite breakout actor of this year. So much on-screen charisma just oh. oozes it. But and both characters that he did this year were like opposites, like smooth talking, um, con man in uh, Mad Dog, and then the other, oh, just his character in Save Me, which was the first, was just so opposite of that, like country bumpkin, you know, 
looks out for his <clears throat> his his friends all the time. He was, and he he stole the show for me, he the did. Um, Dong Chal in wow. Save Me. I think that he wasn't necessarily supposed to be the lead actor, but he completely, his story was the one that captured my attention and he just commanded the screen every time he was on it. So I was super excited that after Save Me that I still had Mad Dog to watch him in. So I still haven't seen the last episode. <laughs> oh, one thing I did like in Save Me is they didn't make me have to choose an OTP in that one. Right. Um, That's correct. Because it would have been very hard for me to be okay with her not choosing him. <laughs> yeah, if she I would mean, have ended up with uh, Takyon's character, it would have been like... Uh, it's like, really? Are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure you don't want to think it over some more? You know, so I'm glad that that was a show with no OTP. It mm -hmm. worked without it being romantic. Because I think they were all too damaged to go romantic, mm -hmm. so... That's so true. <laughs> well, and one of my favorite scenes in the series is um, when his grandma comes to visit him and she puts her hand oh. on the screen and he kisses it. Oh, it's so yes. much emotion and just like, oh, my God, it was it. Yeah, it, it was definitely. And it, he's it. It's one of those where sometimes like and not to bash on his co-star, but when you watch him, you can tell how much effort he's putting in, in tack when he's putting in so much effort to seem effortless, you know, and like he's actually the character. Whereas, I, you know, I've never seen, uh, what is his name? Sorry, I lost it. Do Juan. I've never seen him in anything. I know he's had smaller roles, but it's just natural. It's just there. It's he's, you can't, he's not even trying and he's like ripping your heart out. So yeah, he's, <laughs> And I get in amused. both Save Me and Mad Dog. I know, like he, yeah. In Mad Dog, he's a different character, but he has so much charisma and chemistry mm -hmm. with um, the the character Zhang Hari, by, uh, played by Ru Hua Young, oh. who was um, kind of the slutty girl in Age of Youth. Um, but <laughs> she <laughs> was, yeah. Well, and she was also the, the maknae of the family in Father is Strange. And I didn't yeah. see that one. Oh, okay. so. She's one of those actresses I always enjoy. She's not necessarily my favorite, but I enjoy her. She's very enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. No, they had a very natural chemistry, and I'm still mad that a certain thing didn't happen in the in Mad hey, Dog. Hey, I have in seen Mad Dog. <laughs> there, there's still hope. There's episode 16 that we're waiting to get subbed. <laughs> yeah. No. I, yeah. But yeah, no, he was definitely the breakout of of the year for me as well. Carrie, do you, do you have a breakout character for you? Well, since I'm a newbie, I don't know as much. Oh, <laughs> I know who me. hers is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think he hand. was a lot of people's this year. Oh, Team Wu Talk forever. Yeah. <laughs> she Batman would, and Robin. She would text me <laughs> while she's, she's doing recaps. I love him. I love him so much. He's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes me I was mad. A little more coherent than that. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> Especially a scruffy Wutak. Uh, oh, yeah. It's rare that you see a guy that looks really good in scruff, and he did. Yeah. I would be happy if he had a scruff character. And mm -hmm. I would imagine ever his say role that. in um, Prison Playbook, they, they might play with that a little bit. And I'm still so scruff. bitter. 
Sorry, we're, we're all s- bitter because it's we're waiting. Not, yeah. Yes, Netflix has the rights to it, so we cannot watch it for however long they keep it hostage from us. Yes. <laughs> they can't Canadians have it. They Just do. Americans do. do not currently have it unless we go illegal sites, but we're trying to do legal. At least some of us are, and some of us are waiting <laughs> for our friends who can't watch illegal sites. So, <laughs> you know, we're all bitter. <laughs> but I can't wait to see what he does in that show. I'm really excited for his character. Me too. It'll be very interesting. Just the sincerity and the integrity that just oozed off of him and while you were sleeping. Well, and I was impressed because usually if uh, Lee Jong-suk is on screen, he is the only one I pay attention to. I'll just admit it. That is so true. I am a huge fan of his. Um, But he was at least equal in my opinion, Mm -hmm. on characters. Like, I enjoyed him equally as much. And if it was just him on screen, I never was bored. And so I really enjoyed him. He's another actor that seems like he has a really natural chemistry with his uh, co-stars. Yeah, because there's just some all of them. Even the bad guy. When he, the bad guy and he, like, faced off, that was Mm -hmm. a really powerful scene Mm -hmm. that I was impressed with. Yeah, it really was. Or even his, like, little cop buddy, you know? Yeah. You know, he's just someone who has lots of chemistry, and I am looking forward to seeing what he does in the future. Absolutely. Okay, I think I'm going to jump in with um, Che Su Bin, who we've already kind of talked about, but, you know, she impressed me, and she surprised me in making me like her in Rebel Hong Gil Dong. Mm which was impressive because, again, I didn't like her in the beginning. So I think she's really made her way into leading Lady Territory, and she's also been super busy. She did Strongest Delivery Man. Um, I have not watched that yet just because, time-wise, it wasn't one that took a spot, but I plan on watching it someday. And then she's also in that new robot one, uh, with Young Su or you, Yu Sung Ho. Yes, Yu Sung. It's that time of night. Yeah. You can say his name. <laughs> she worked a really long shift today. I did. I lo- worked a really long shift today. Um, but she's in that show where she is a robot and in love. So we will she see how that pretends works. Pretends to be a robot, right? Doesn't she pretend to be I a robot? Don't know. I, th- I think that that one she isn't actually. I haven't a robot. looked too deeply because I'm kind of terrified. And we will <sighs> discuss this in the second episode of our podcast because there's reasons I'm terrified to watch that show. And we'll have oh, to go me into too, that. Oh, me too. Me too. Drama or K Drama Jen understands my possible pain, and so we'll discuss that a little later on. But I watched, I think, six or seven episodes of Stronger Strongest Delivery Man, and she did a good job. I really liked her character. You know, I think I watched three episodes, and she did a good job. Just the story itself wasn't grabbing me. So that's how I I watched. I think eight or nine actually. We just I sort of just dropped it because of other things, but her. Her character was actually very strong, and I thought she did a very good job with it. Yeah. Agree. Just the yeah. storyline was sort of, eh. I mean, they're like, you know, judging young delivery drivers so that I've, are sort of like, you know. I was happy the- that she made the jump, you yeah. know. And you can't say that a lot. A lot of second lead actresses that have 
consistently been second leads, but I'm happy she jumped into first lead. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> um, so for mine, um, which I also obviously with the save me character, but um, Kim Jong Hyun with he was in Rebel as. The hottie bad guy. The hottie bad guy. <laughs> I oh, think that's I loved what we him. Just, yes. I think that's what we just called him through the whole yeah. thing until we learned his name. It's like, he's the hottie bad guy. <laughs> did he wear eyeliner, guy liner I, in that? I, I think, think he there did. there was some guy yeah. liner involved. So Rebel had <laughs> so many strong characters. Yeah. And then from, you know, going on from there. But he was the consistent hot bad guy. And he, so he went from that to um, being the lead in school 2017. So, and he did in that one, um, he was such a, like, he was a good bad guy and he wasn't too tough because we've, you know, we got to see how he can be tough in Rebel. But, like, there was always this soft core to him in school 2017. And And he was in love and a teenager. They did a real good job of making him kind of, you know. He he had his moments where he did he wasn't quite as suave as he right. wanted to be. And yeah. I like that it had that teenager vibe. <clears throat> well, it's funny because he's like twenty seven, yeah. I think. He's he, older. He's <laughs> playing down a little bit, but no, he and one of my favorite scenes is he does a, a victory dance after she accepts him or something like that, and he dances to BTS. So it was, <laughs> and he even got in a little like some karate and some like taekwondo moves or something like that. Is very cute, but yeah, I I look forward to seeing him in more stuff soon. Hopefully, before he does military, if he hasn't already done military, because I hate when there's a mm-hmm. brand new actor that I love and then they're gone. I think I might have looked him up. I'd have to look him up again, but I think I might have just because he's so old. I want to say that older, one of our one of the three <clears throat> guys we discussed. I know at least one of them's already done military because mm-hmm. we've discussed it, but I couldn't tell you which one. It's one of them. If any listeners want to check it out and post which ones it is, you know, feel free. We love hearing from you. <laughs> All right. Now. Well, he, he was born in 1990. Mm. So, uh, and his, uh, it was Mori in the story. Yeah. The, yes. the hot bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs a name when you're hot and you're the bad guy? <laughs> and he had a nice, he had a nice. Up. He had a nice redemption arc, too. I I, I like that. So, yeah. Yes. Okay. I think we hit all of our favorite breakout actors. So Mm -hmm. let's discuss which actors had a bad drama year. I think I thought this was in the next segment, but it's not. It's in this segment. So we can discuss you. You sung ho. (laughs) Got it right that time. And how his dramas have fallen a little flat lately. Is I'm I know I'm not the only one that feels this because we have discussed it. <laughs> he he has I'm to so cry. disappointed. I'm so disappointed because I've been waiting and waiting for him to have like just amazing chemistry with a girl. Or even and a guy. Anyone. Even the cat. Just have chemistry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I would say he had chemistry with the cat, but not really anyone else in any of his shows he's been in. So well, and that it, makes me sad because he's an amazing actor, and of all of the actors, I would I love to watch him cry. He's <laughs> like, well, <laughs> I think Drama Geek would just sarcastically said he cries a lot. I do think he has maybe picked some shows where he cries too much. I think Remember, which I didn't watch all yeah, of, but I oh my gosh, he cried a lot. lot. There was a lot of crying, I and I and 
there was crying in the cat one. I remember there was a lot of crying in the cat one. And there was a lot of eye-rolling moments of crying in... What was this last one? The Emperor Owner of the Mask? Mm. Yes, or something. I do not know how they made a drama suck so badly with that cast. (laughs) Like, it takes talent to make those three uh, actors suck that badly. And, oh, but they managed. It, it was they this did. part of it was the story was just not tightly written. It oh, was. I would say eighty I mean, percent is the story. So. In the mask drama, that eighty yeah. percent was the story. Yeah. Wasn't it a ratings hit though in Korea? I I don't think it was a hit. I think oh, it was okay. the highest on its spot. But okay. that was back when there was like kind of a lull in all the dramas. Where nothing was getting really high, hmm. and so well, and and it had L in it, so I think you have a lot of you know K-pop fans who are watching. Well, I would watch L. a drama for him, but his character sucked. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the girl, uh, what's her name? Someone throw out her name because Kim So Hyun. Yes, yes, she is an amazing actress. And they made her as dull as dishwater. And I was I was rooting for the second lead girl in this, and and she was actually she really stood out to me, Yoon So Hee. Well, at least she um, had because, a point, and she was smart. Where everyone else seemed like they were really dumb, you know. Well, and So Hyun's character in the beginning was really resourceful and really smart and sassy, and then suddenly she just sort of faded into the background. It was really I. I was not impressed. I think I went 32 episodes in, and when they started shoving her around, like, you know, they were like, well, I like her better. I get her. No, I like her better. I get her. And she had no say-so whatsoever on who was going to get her. I think that was kind of where I was like, oh, no, I'm out. <laughs> you know, it it was bad. But... I just really want him to pick better dramas. I know, which is why I'm really scared with the, what is it? I'm not a robot. Yes. You know, there's good casting, but he Uh. has a talent of picking really crappy shows. So I watched episode zero. (laughs) I know, you told me, and you weren't impressed. (laughs) I'm not really holding out a lot of hope. So was it an actual episode or was it just like behind the scenes stuff? It was, um, they had clips from the show Mm. and then some behind the scenes kind of things. They just were basically introducing the characters and, you know, trying to get you excited about the drama. Um, But, you know, uh, well, I'm I'm not going to, you know, write it off yet. I'm going to watch it and, you know, because I still believe in him and he broke my heart in Warrior Pak Tong Soon, so I, I can't give up on him. But oh my goodness, I, it's been a really long time since I've seen a drama in that he's been in that I really enjoyed. Yeah, it's he been was since he was good in Wrong and the Magistrate. He he played his part well. Yeah, everything before Military, I pretty much loved of his. Everything after yes. Military, I'm just really disappointed. And well, what about the the movie that he was in? Sandu, oh, that was funny. The, I like that. The the, one. Yeah, he was funny in that. I think he just needs to do a funny 
a funny drama. I need him yeah. in a quirky rom-com and there better not be any crying. Because <laughs> I'm but done. But he's so good at crying. He is, but that's all they let him do now. And I don't yeah, know that's... if it's his choice or if it's the director's choice once they cast him, but that's all they let him do. And I need more than that. I agree. I agree. So let's hope for the best with I'm Not a Robot and uh, we'll come back and give our thoughts on it. Yep. If we can get in past a couple episodes. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> At least we'll have a first impressions post, if nothing else, on on our blog. So be looking for that. Uh, Carrie or uh, Drama Geek, <laughs> do either of you have someone who you felt just had an off? <coughs> Excuse me. Off year? I don't know enough to make that call. So I'm going to bow out of that category. Well, I mean, we've already just uh, discussed Huarong. Like, we've discussed that. So, I mean, that was definitely not uh, Park Seo-joon's. Like, it was not his best uh, drama. And then I have to say, even though I didn't watch too many uh, episodes of Revolutionary uh, Love, oh, I would say that she won. I, you know, I, I just think that that was not probably the best um, come back and this is his first lead right like it was his first because I know in in the past he's but no it wasn't his first lead he had a um a lead with the where he was the it was an older lady that he was with he's done a couple he's leads. done okay. he's done but he's done like four or five leads he did the a, lead instead of the second lead? Yeah, oh, okay. he did a lot of older shows where he was the lead. Mm. And then he did second leads for maybe what? two or three there shows was, in what a is row. It? Skip Beat? I forgot about that one. Is it, that's not K-Drama, like but he that was one. the it's lead in Taiwanese. Skip Beat. I did. All right, in my defense, I love the manga. And so, oh, okay. or manga, or yeah. however you pronounce it. I did mention that I can't pronounce manga. things. Manga. <laughs> Um, I love that manga. It yeah. is so much fun. Uh, so I was a huge fan of that before watching the show. I think mm. you have to be a fan of that to enjoy the show. Mm. Um, but he played the character. You know, the character was stoic, hot guy. He mm. could be stoic, hot guy. I, you know. Yeah. Well, and okay, so and then if it, um, Ejun Ki, like, he also, with Criminal Minds, I, that didn't yeah. do well, I don't think, over in Korea and, and, and overseas either. Like, and internationally, I don't think it did that well. Yeah, so and I, I think, think this one's not a f total flop, but it's not a ratings hit either, right. I think, that they were hoping for. And it might be because he had a little bit of a scandal. Um, you mean he dated somebody? No, no, his dog <laughs> no, no, I was, no, I said it was in, the dog. In, I was talking about... Oh, <laughs> I was saying Ejun Ki, oh like word. for Criminal Minds, so but yes, with with when... it was she when the he had a scandal with his dog. Which, yeah, well, and I think not going to yeah. touch that, but not going to touch awesome. that. Yeah. Not going to touch gonna it. We're not going to discuss the scandal, whether it's justified to bl blame his show or not for yeah, it. But but I I think it there was a lot of reasons. It's just not a hit, and maybe the writing. I think the writing again. I think if we hate a show. It's usually about the writing, mm -hmm. and I have to say the writing on this one again is really weak. I, well, the, so. the first two the episode that I watched, <laughs> I just felt like I could not connect with his character at all, and well, I, mean, I absolutely he, adored him. And she was pretty. And his character keeps so. breaking into like he's in on a joke with the audience. You know, he keeps kind oh, of breaking so yeah. into 
that the kind of vibe. Wall of <laughs> it feels a little like the fourth wall yeah. being broken. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know if I... It, so, Carrie, have you finished Revolutionary War? I, love, I don't know. Is it is it ended? <laughs> I think Carrie's taking <laughs> one for the team. I on was going to say, she, I know she oh, promised totally the did. readers that she was going to watch it. So, have you finished it? Is it Has it finished airing? No, it still no. has two okay. episodes. Okay. There's one today and one tomorrow. Oh, but I will say okay. this the directing has been really heavy handed. So, yeah. this clown character that mm. Siwon played in the beginning. He's supposed to be highly contrasted to the very mature character that he's developing into. Mm. And I think they, they took, took it, it too, too far. far. I know, and a lot, I think a lot of times in the first couple episodes um, of K-dramas and probably some of the other ones with Chinese and some of the others, they kind of over-exaggerate their characters at the beginning and then you kind of back off. Kind of like she was pretty, the, the female character yeah, or whatever. she was so... And so I mean, that's probably, the time, yeah. you know, what they were doing with him, but it was, it just, it was a, it was it a was turn off to me. But yeah, it was yeah. off-putting. And it was really. too much for too long. It took him nearly six episodes to really calm down. Hmm. I didn't make it that far. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I think I made an episode and a half and then it was done. <laughs> And that concludes podcast number one. We went a little bit over, so we've now split it into two different podcasts. So you get a nice bonus one coming soon.